Kodesh Tov, thank you for joining us today for the OU Global Tehillim and Physic Daily Call. On behalf of the Orthodox Union, this is Naftali Herman. The Daily Call began nearly four years ago as a response to the pandemic and has since evolved to serve as a daily pause to our day, as an opportunity to convene together globally from around the world to dive in, to pray for the various needs of Amistral. Thank you so much for joining today's program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Chamishi, first day of the month of Shvat. Today's Rosh Chodesh Shvat. Collectively with a broken heart, we continue to gather here on this call under the most difficult of circumstances. For the Jewish people, there is nothing that gives expression to our broken hearts and our tefillos, our prayers for salvation, as much as the potent words of Tehillim. So we gather today for a few moments to hear some words of Divrei Shizik and to recite Tehillim together for our brothers and sisters in Israel. On behalf of the OU, it is my great honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce early Avram Steinberg, the congregation Rosbe Shalom in San Antonio, Texas, to share Divrei Shizik. This will be followed by Rabbi Scheinberg fully reciting the following five chapters of Tehillim, Tarek Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Pei Gimel, Kuf Chafalaf, and Kuf Lamed. Those are chapters 20, 23, 83, 121, and 130. It will be followed by Achenu, the Mishaberach, or Sahal, the Mishaberach, which for those who are still tragically held hostages. And Rabbi Scheinberg will conclude with the Mishaberach, Acholem, and pause as an opportunity for each of us to insert the names of all those whom we are davening for. If you'd like to receive the daily Tehillim call reminder email, you can subscribe at ou.org forward slash Tehillim call. That's ou.org forward slash Tehillim call. Dechavod, with great honor, Rabbi Scheinberg. Thank you so much, Amirman, and thank you for having me back. Hello to everybody that's joining us. I wanted to just speak briefly about uh, Maish Rabbeinu, obviously we're dealing with the parts from Shevim and Shemais Veira, and Maisha is the central person not only in Shemais, not only in the story of the Yitzhak Mitzrayim of the Exodus, but in Chumash overall. And we've come to sort of understand, we've grown up with the fact that Maisha Rabbeinu was the leader who he was. When we look at these parashas, and we look at last week's parasha specifically, it wasn't so clear that this was going to be the destiny for Moshe Rabbeinu always. Uh, I'm sure, as if we can put ourselves in his in his place, in his shoes a little bit, he grew up again in Pyro's house. He was sort of neither here nor there. He was eventually chased out under fear of his life for what he did when he was 40 years old. And for 40 years, he was away in exile and... 80 years old at this time that really that, that, that we meet up with him again. And one can think that possibly that he, that he could have assumed, the measure of him could have assumed this is going to be the rest of his life. The rest of his life is going to be in Midian. He's going to be a shepherd. He went out and made for himself a life and found, found a wife and had children and named them after the, after that he's still thinking of his brothers and sisters and Mitzrayim at the time. But not necessarily was he thinking, when's the day going to come that I know I'm going back, I know I'm going to be the one that takes Klaisal out of Admin and leads them to Eretz Yisrael. We could assume that Moshe Beinu maybe thought, this is it, this is who I am, this is my life. He, he was 80 years old again, and again, we think sometimes that in Chumash people are living till, till much later, and they're only starting their life at this time. But an 80-year-old is still someone that at that point had, had seen a lot of his life, 
and not necessarily was he thinking that any day now I'm going to be going back to, to taking my brothers and sisters out of out of out of Mitzrayim. But what happened? The episode of the Snev, the burning bush, where we see that the Medr says that Moshe saw the bush and looked towards it and stepped toward, turned towards it and maybe stepped towards it, and that Hashem through the through the through, through the burning bush told Moshe Benu that this is your destiny. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen now. And still, at this moment, Moshe Benu questions it. Now again, it doesn't seem hard for us to know exactly, but it doesn't seem that this was such a surprise to Moshe Rabbeinu. He didn't say that he picked himself off from the floor when Hashem said, okay, you're the one, you're the Gael, you're the Mashiach. If Hashem would tell that to me, I think there would be a long pause, maybe uh, maybe a few a few parishes of pause till I, till I got myself back up and uh, be ready for this. But Moshe Rabbeinu had some immediate, immediate doubts. Moshe Rabbeinu understood what Hashem was saying, and yet seemed ready with some of these doubts, even though it seemed to be something that Moshe Rabbeinu maybe had in the back of his mind, right? He didn't seem that floored by it, but yet at the same time had some doubts about it. His first doubt was, is he worthy enough? Is Moshe Rabbeinu the person that, that's going to be able to do this? His second doubt was whether Klal Yisrael is ready to be, to be redeemed. And his third doubt was whether or not that he should be the one doing it, knowing that this is not going to be a full redemption necessarily, this is not Mashiach, but still, is it worth it to take Klai Yisrael out at this point, even though there's not going to be a full redemption at that moment? And Hashem, of course, answered those things, and Hashem said, I'm going to be with you, and of course it's worth it, you're the one, and Klai Yisrael, we can't speak negatively about Klai Yisrael at all. And so Moshe Rabbeinu comes and becomes the person that we know him to be, his destiny, we know, through the, through, through, through the rest of Chumash. But we have to understand that there was some doubt at this moment, and there wasn't always necessarily who, who Moshe Rabbeinu was going to be. And he was called to this moment. And I think, uh, obviously, I think the, the message for us, and uh, something that I heard from, from Rabbi Jacobson, from Y.Y. Jacobson, that the message for us is, is that we all carry around these things that are sort of burning in us, like the bush, that things that burn and yet it does not go out. It never goes out that fire. It's something that we carry around in our life, maybe for a year, maybe for 10 years, maybe for 20 years. We people have the capacity to carry something with them for years, for so much of their life, something that's calling them, something that they want to accomplish, something that they feel is part of their destiny. And yet every day we're able to push it off to the next day, maybe by by going out to dinner or by scrolling through our phone or by any other things that sort of can take away our attention from what we know is something that's burning and not being consumed something that we're carrying around in our life that we feel is part of our destiny, part of who we are, part of who we can be, and we keep on we keep on pushing it off. We don't t- turn towards it like Meshur Rubinu did, like the Medrash says that he maybe took some steps or that he turned his face towards it. But these are things that we know are for us that we can do, and if we put ourselves to it, then even though we have our doubts, even though we have our doubts of whether we can accomplish it, we have our doubts maybe whether it's a worthy goal, we have our doubts whether it's going to be perfect or not perfect, or we're just going to do a good job, but it might not be perfect. The same doubts that Moshe Rabbeinu had, we can still know that, 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 that Hashem is going to be with us, that we are worth it, that we are up to it, that, that this is our destiny, that there are things that Hashem has in mind for us, that if we feel that, that it's still, that's still with us, that it hasn't been burned out, that these things that we carry around with us have not burned, have not been consumed, then we know that we can, we can still do them. And again, this is something that may not have been so pleasant for Moshe Rabbeinu. 
the, the fact that it was a thorn bush is something that sometimes we carry around in our, our, in our thoughts, something that maybe part of the reason that we're pushing it off is because something it's, it's not so pleasant that we want to deal with. It's maybe going to be difficult for us. It's going to be a challenge for us. Maybe going back to Mitzrayim from Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't the most pleasant thing. Again, we can put ourselves in, in his shoes at the time, and he comes back to Mitzrayim, and he, again, he definitely thinks that Aaron maybe is not going to be so happy to see him. Of course, Hashem says he will, but maybe everyone else wasn't so happy to see him either. This is someone that hasn't been around for 40 years. They asked Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, oh, so what's life been going around for you? How's it been going? Okay, you got married, you had some children, how about a few? You know, so you, we're still slaves, 40 years, yeah, we haven't seen you in that time. You could have come back, you could have called, you could have sent a letter, nothing, right? So it maybe wasn't the most pleasant experience either for most of my should go back. But yet this is something that he overcame that he did. And we all have people in our lives maybe that we need to revisit and relationships that we need to revisit and things about ourselves that we need to revisit that may not be the most pleasant things for us to do. But these are the things that don't get consumed. These are the things that we're walking around understanding that it's part of who we can be. It's part of our destiny. And with Hashem's help, we can accomplish anything as long as we turn towards it and we daven and we give it the attention that it needs. With Hashem's help, we can accomplish anything. So we'll go to the Tehillim now. We'll start on with Chaf, Psalm 20. Ramnatseyach Mizmor the David. Eilvayachav <laughs> Shemizmarliasov, <laughs> Asela <laughs> 
Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Scheinberg, for us here at the Daily Tehillim Call. Please join us again for our next scheduled program on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. As each day we pause at this time to share a moment at the of prayer together. Rabbi Scheinberg, we look forward to having you back. Please, God, back on the program in the near future. Wishing the Chama comfort, physic, strength, and hope to all of Kla Yisrael around the world. May this new month bring with it much bracha, much peace, and all that we're davening for, Rafua for all in need, Shmira for all of us, and we only know and hear of good things. Wishing everyone a wonderful Chodesh. Good shots.